hello and welcome folks to another edition of RSF Radio. I'm your host Joe Monday and this is the show where we talk about what's been going on the front page of our Street Fighter and typically we bring on a new guest every week. Uh, this week I'm happy to be joined by Tokimeki Emily. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing good, how are you? So I was under the impression that you are, you're on like a tear right now. You, you are driven. You've got the, the power in you. Uh, and you want to kind of spread a message right now. What, uh, what do you got going on? Pitch. Give me your pitch. <laughs> so basically, my message is for the FGC to kind of see and kind of be aware of uh, disabled gamers. I mean, we all know that they're out there, right? But I don't think that they get the recognition or necessarily the resources to travel like most well-known um, players in the community. And I kind of want to bring that to light. And I kind of want to show people that there's talent in, in people and in a person that you least expect, whether they be in a wheelchair or blind or have whatever, that they're talented in some way some shape or form okay. you get what i'm saying yeah so i guess to yeah. spread a little bit of background story for people who might not know who you are yeah uh, yeah kind of explain your situation and, and what you've uh what you've um, experienced so far in the fgc or just gaming so in general my fgc experience for the most part has been uh positive because i started out in the community as a cosplayer mm -hmm. and i made my debut at uh scr 2017 with my boyfriend eric who let me cosplay he really wanted me to to dive in and give the community a chance when i was really reluctant and scared i mean as you know women you know in the community don't really they didn't really mix well hmm. at one point in time and they still don't. But I guess you could say it's more open now. So I kind of opened my mind to it. Well, for for and people who might not know, what was your what was your cosplay experience like? Let's let's say. Um. So it's interesting. It was good in the sense that the FGC treated me well, but my own friends who know me personally hated the idea and hated me being a cosplayer and getting so much exposure slash attention when um, I wasn't gaming or or doing anything in the community. Wait, wait a minute. Roll it back here for a second. What exactly do you mean by that? Um, To my friends, cosplay isn't really doing anything. It's just dressing up and you know, flaunting around in a costume, and and that's about it. Hmm. Uh, I, I know, it's it's ridiculous. That That's not very supportive, but I uh, digress. Uh, so, I guess then, what is your, what's your goal here? What a, I, I guess, uh, the question I'm, I'm not asking here, could you explain how, like, what kind of difficulties have you seen as a... Uh, I, I, I think the difficulty that I see is that in the FGC in particular is that no one really knows how to respond to like a disabled person. Like I said, whether they be in a wheelchair or whatever, it 
a lot of people are kind of taken back by it. Like, they're like, whoa, like, this girl cosplays and, and plays video games? Like, what? It's kind of like a, um, it's kind of like a, I, I, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just something that I think doesn't need to happen. I think people need to see a competitor for who they are and what they bring to the table whether they be top tier or low tier in their skill level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in, in that regard, are there other players or, uh, I guess, organizations that you would want to point out here? Um, one of my biggest inspirations in the FGC and in my life personally is my very good friend, Broly Legs. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people know him. I met him last year at EVO, and that guy literally changed my life and is the reason why I'm doing this movement is for him because I believe that he doesn't get the attention that he deserves as a wonderful competitor and teacher that he is. Yeah, I, I think that in in some regards I would agree with you. Uh, he, um, If people don't know, uh, Broly is confined to a it's not hmm, what do you call that what does he call that uh the because mm. i was gonna say chair but it's not a chair it's it's a it's like his table his mobile table uh well, he, should... calls, he, he calls it a wheelchair so we'll call it a wheelchair okay uh i was gonna say like i think i think i've heard him say that but regardless anyway <laughs> uh he has a whole book on exactly what uh his uh disability is uh but effectively you don't know him he plays with his mouth and some limited uh, mobility in his hands he plays a fantastic chun uh he's a great competitor uh and was actually voted into the strike street fighter league usa uh just this yes past like two weeks ago or something like that which is uh yes. that is i'm excited for him i think uh he's been needing some kind of uh I don't know if it hmm that's the thing. I don't want to say that like he needs like a big break cuz like he's he's putting in work and he's getting there are I don't know. There's like what's the what am I trying to say here because it's not like I think that he isn't recognized <laughs> by people even though it's not he hasn't reached that like next level of recognition. It's he's in a weird place, but I think that the, the SFL USA like- is a good opportunity for him. The, the best example I give to people is if you were to put him next to, let's say, Knuckle Do, who are people going to know best? I suppose that's you know? true. Uh, but that's, uh, by some degree, I mean, Knuckle Do was a sponsored player. He's been, I mean, he won the CPT. He has that recognition as a player. Um, but that's kind of like... That's kind of my point, is that Broly is on, he's on a level that most people are not, who are able-bodied and, like, have full dexterity of their hands. He's on, um, because I'm trying to put this in, like, a sense to where I don't come off a certain way, you know, seeming like he deserves an opportunity because he's disabled. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm speaking 
as someone that, you know, is disabled, I mean, I have cerebral palsy, but, you know, this isn't about me. This is about other people like me who who aren't given opportunities because, you know, their disability is noted first. And that pretty much closes out any conversation. I believe Broly has the same issue where he he can't progress in his career because what's noted first is is his limitation or his impairment, whatever you want to call it. I personally don't like to use the word disabled because it has a negative uh, connotation to me. Mm-hmm. What's your um, what's but, your go-to language around this topic? Um, I use the word impaired a lot okay. because it sounds nicer. But I mean, generally speaking, disabled is the the term to use, right? But I mean, to me... When I talk about Broly legs, I get so, like, I get so riled up. I get so emotional about it because I believe that this guy deserves so much. Not because he's he's in a wheelchair, but because he's he's shown so much growth as a player. And he teaches people. He passes yeah. on his knowledge in a way that most FGC players don't. I mean, you know, Chris T teaches people by making YouTube videos, and that's great. I love him for that, you know, but generally generally speaking, most of these FG most of these FGC players don't give back in in a way that I think they should because had had it not been for their, you know, audience, their fans, I don't think they'd be where where they are granted yes they have talent but you know what i'm saying i do in 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 a way in that like i said i'm trying to is that uh is that the fault there is a little bit of responsibility with the the influence that these people have Uh, oh yeah to what i've seen broly is actually i mean he's quite responsible with what he does uh and yeah and he does he actually spends a lot of time with people on stream and talking through things and and teaching people as well uh offering lessons when he can i know that you know people might say oh well he's not sponsored because he has a negative attitude and you know he's he's jealous of other players that that are sponsored Mm -hmm. and i mean I mean, he's he is well, vocal. He has been vocal about that in the past. That is one hundred percent true. Uh, yes, but I think we all have a different way of um, accepting other people's success, and I don't think it's jealousy. I just yeah. think it's it's the way you express it. Yeah, I, I should be more clear with what I I said there. It's not that he is expressing jealousy. It's that he. Now I'm now I'm struggling to find the words, uh, because because it isn't that it's that he knows the work that he's put in, and to to see himself be passed up on on opportunities time and again uh, seems to be a a point of contention for for Brawley in in general. Yes, uh, yes, but, and that's where I want to make that change and give him an opportunity, whether mm-hmm. it be to travel or to just gain uh, more exposure as a player. I mean, I'm not asking 
um, organizations to sponsor him. I'm just asking that there'd be recognition for a player like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are coming to me and asking me, oh, you know, are you asking to be sponsored? Are you asking organizations for specific things? And I'm going to go on record and say, no, this is not about me. This is not for me. This is for so many other people. Yeah, would you want to talk about some of the other um, impaired gamers? Um, there was one other other gamer that I came across. His name is uh, Wheels FGC, and he's mm-hmm. a Tekken player. I'm not sure exactly what his disability is, but I have taken notice of him. Um, he's very well known in the Tekken community, but um, that's all I pretty much know right now so if you guys know more about him feel free to tell me because i don't know uh, i mean um, there's also i mean there's also blind players out there uh sven yes. blind warrior for example yeah uh which he's he's shown up on on reddit a number of times which you might say how could he browse reddit uh there are <laughs> there are ways to do that um uh, he's shown yeah, me. Yeah. He's like shown me that link. He's he's linked me the the thing that he uses. It's it's one of those. I I don't know. I can't remember the exact name. But it's a thing where you can read text uh, through Braille, uh, represented in what is on the computer. Uh, yeah, one, yeah. One big problem with that that he's expressed in the past is that uh, that thing does not work well with any form of Discord, which is a it's an accessibility problem in that when i think about where a lot of fgc discussions are it's either twitter or on specific discords which that's just a lot of information and a lot of opportunity that he's missing out on because of accessibility yeah and and that's kind of another thing that i want to touch on is that people kind of overlook accessibility as a whole, mm-hmm. whether it be in in or or at um, events. Yes, uh, you know I, what I'm I saying. Think, yeah, I think what you might be referring to is uh, I think just to go back to Braille for a minute here, but Texas Showdown in 2018 uh, when they got Broly on stage, which very often he has been vocal in the past and uh, continues to bring up that. In the event that he would make it on the stream or get top eight, make it to finals day, then a lot of places have never put thought into exactly wheelchair access. Exactly. Right. Yes, and that's that's another big thing that really bothers the living fuck out of me <laughs> is that you you see these top eight stages and they have you know stairs. Yeah. Are you are you kidding me? Fucking stairs? Like, not everybody walks. Like, that's another thing that really bothers me to a point where, like, I just, I can't even talk. Well, I mean, it's, it, it for events like that, like such as Evo, where it's very apparent that there was no ramp access, doesn't necessarily mean that they never 
had that in mind, there could be a ramp under the stage uh, that they could set up and take down uh, at a moment's notice. Uh, it's a possibility. Right. But, but at least, some places have not thought least, about that. Yeah, but at least show that it's there. At least, you know, give me peace of mind that, you know, if I were to make top eight somehow that I would be granted access and somebody wouldn't have to physically pick me up and put me on stage and then carry me back down. Right. Another solution I mean, that uh, that people have been vocally open to and accept is a splitter on the monitor to have one at, at floor level. Uh, that has been shown to be an easier solution that is agreeable, at least Broly has said so in the past, although I don't yeah, know I mean, I'm not asking for, like, monumental, like, groundbreaking change. I just want organizations to take the small things into account. Right. And, um... Are there any other little things that, uh, that people haven't taken into consideration in terms of, um, <sighs> disability or impairment? I, I think it's it's honestly like it's gonna sound really stupid, but I think one thing that people don't take into account is bathroom access. Hmm. I mean, um, I mean that's when not you stupid. Look that's at, a very that's a very basic need, honestly. And I don't like talking about this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this now so that it's out there and okay. people know that this is a problem. But for example, for me. Um, when I'm in costume, when I cosplay, I need help getting in and out of my costume to use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And a lot of bathrooms, um, are either for men or for women. And so my boyfriend feels uncomfortable going in with me because he thinks mm -hmm. that he'll cause a scene with another woman being in there and freaking out. No, you know? I haven't thought about that. Makes that yeah, that makes sense. When the person who is there to help you with that situation uh, can't have, yeah, or at least it would it because it that could be a potential problem. I can see that. Uh, oh yeah, to, it, yeah, that, it's not a and it's it, it's happened to me personally a lot. Mm -hmm. Without and like a, a shared yeah. like, unisex bathroom that has like a locked yeah. door. Usually, some yeah, places have like a, a third a third room. Um, like, sorry, go ahead. like at e like at Evo, mm -hmm. it's very hard to find a unisex restroom. I think mm -hmm. from my count, there is only like one, but it's way inside the. So you you walk out of the venue and you walk down the hall. Right. Like m maybe like five ten minutes, but in those five ten minutes, like I could like pee my pants i mean not, not funny but uh, i mean you're not wrong because it's when we're talking evo hallways and we're talking las vegas things are far away uh it's it's yes. not easy to get you have to leave the venue and, and get badged back in uh yeah it, it and, becomes and a whole process it does and it that's one thing that i want people to kind of be aware of i mean if you see me going into the bathroom with my boyfriend don't assume that i'm gonna have sex with him in the bathroom because that's disgusting and i would never do that 
I don't know if anyone uh, was making that assumption until you said it out loud. I, <laughs> you, you'd be surprised, honestly. You'd be surprised how many people were like, whoa, can you wait till I'm done? And I was like, what? Like, no, can like, you wait till I'm, I'm done pee. pissing here? I gotta, I gotta go, and these boots won't, don't take, come on. Like, you'd be surprised the confrontations I've had with other women in restrooms. Hmm. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Well, that sounds absurd. Um, is there is there anything else that you don't think that people are... Or things that aren't often taken into consideration in terms of abled gamers? Please, when you see me, do not walk slow. Do not walk in front of me. That's another <laughs> thing that really irritates me. No, why why is that exactly? Because they walk slow, and I'm in a wheelchair, so I kind of need a little bit more space. Hmm. And one thing I noticed is that um, venue spaces are often very compact. Yeah. And space is very limited, and I understand that. But if you see someone that needs a little bit more space that's in a wheelchair or not, just... Do your best to move out of the way the best you can. Because, like, that's one thing that really bothers me. Is people tend to bunch up and not move. And when you ask them to move politely, they just stare at you, like, very rudely. Hmm. It's an it's an issue of you trying to conserve momentum and, and yeah. have to kind of finagle your way around. Whereas someone who could just sidestep... Uh, yeah, yeah. To just just move, uh, but when you are attached to a a larger chair, uh, I mean, you're not trying to run into people. No, but if I do, it's on accident. So don't get mad at me. I mean, maybe mm, I was just just like build like a grill in front of it and just like kind of give know, people a shoulder. Build that into you know, your cosplay. I, I I just want to become a Gundam at this point. You know. <laughs> no, I'm I'm for that. I I can get down with a mobile suit. Uh, that'll be you know, because because right. if I'm bigger, then people will see me and move out of the way. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so I guess consideration of of requiring more space or like just trying to get out. I mean, I mean, I've I've tried to move around pools, and it's that ain't easy. Reg- oh like, my god, yes! I like mean, it's not easy. Speaking of that, I'm just thinking about last year at. Uh, at Canada Cup, it was impossible to move in between, in between um, the pools, like where the the set where the setups were, like it was nearly impossible. They were they were so close back to back that I couldn't imagine someone uh, that had a wheelchair having access to any of the inside rows at all. It would have been impossible. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what I'm what I'm um, talking about, like. Some venues make pools totally impossible to, like, maneuver through because Mm -hmm. they're so tightly compacted into a corner or whatever that it makes it hard for even the average person to move. Mm -hmm. So imagine a person like me who's in a wheelchair moving around in that space. It's impossible. Right. I mean, because I compete too. I go to tournaments and I compete now. So when I have to like play in a pool area that's like small, I'm like, well, holy shit. Like, how do I, how do I back up and get to my spot? Yeah. 
when there's ten people in front of me that are also trying to get to their pool. Yeah, you would need, effectively, the easiest solution for you would just be to park at one location, either to the side of or <laughs> directly behind a, a station. Yeah, but... But sometimes you have to parallel park and there's no space. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, good point. I mean, I'm very, I'm that type of person that can crack jokes about, you know, being in a wheelchair because I'm that comfortable. But um, I know that some people aren't. So if you find my sense of humor, like, rude or whatever, I'm sorry. I'm just used to it. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's totally fine. Uh it could be a good coping mess, ah, a good uh, mechanism to deal with your your situation, and that's uh, admirable at best. Um, yeah, because I think that um, uh, last thing I want to touch on is I think people that see disabled gamers are, are automatically inclined to um, to talk down on them in a way that's that's not rude or isn't meant to be rude. But still comes off that way because. In in what because, exact way are you are you saying? Can you give an example of this? So, for example, for me, um, when I talk to people in the community, mm-hmm. they're they're inclined to like you know get closer to me and speak louder. I don't need you to speak louder unless we're in like a a tournament setting. But if you're right in front of me and we're outside. You know, wait, like. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, why do people do that? It's it's your. I, I don't know. I think it's your it's your legs I, that don't work, not your ears. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm like, hey, uh, waist down, I don't work, but waist up, I'm fine. <laughs> what? Okay. And um, uh, just a little like non-thinking thing like that that could be. I you mean, know, little things like that I, I imagine could stack up. But one thing I do appreciate and I wish people would do this more often, is when people, like, kneel down to my level, that's so appreciated, because as it is, I'm sitting down, and if I were standing up, it'd make no difference. I'm four feet, ten inches tall. Right. So I'm tiny, okay? (laughs) So when people kneel down to my level, it makes me feel like I'm a person. Otherwise, you're just talking to a bunch of crotches. Yeah, exactly. And oh my god, you should see the the stares that I get. Like, I'm not looking at some guy's penis on purpose or 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 some girl's butt. You know, like I mean, you could I mean, you could be. <laughs> I sometimes it can't be helped. If I'm looking, it's it's not to to check your boyfriend out or or your girlfriend out, I promise. It's just that that ass is right in line of sight. You can't avoid it. it it's literally right there. What are you going to do? It has its own gravitational pull. Come on. Um, and <laughs> But yeah, that's that's another thing. My eye level gets me in trouble sometimes. Okay. Uh, but all right, that's something to consider, though. Um, And just one thing I do really appreciate about the FGC is how they have treated me well. Yeah, because it's not all bad. Like we've, done, we've done a lot, of, a lot of dunking here where it could be construed as like things are all bad, but it's, it's not uh, that way. Oh, yeah. You know, like there are some amazing people in the community like uh, Ricky Ortiz, Chris T, um, Sherry Jenix. 
Like mm-hmm. these are people that, that I've talked to and had conversations with and are, are genuinely like nice people. So if you see them, say hi to them, talk to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very you real know? people. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, but there's also good organizations out there who are, are doing good work in, in this space and in gaming in general. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, like, I, um, yeah, go ahead. Like there's abled gamers. Mm-hmm. There's, um, I'm trying to think of this other organization that contacted me. I can't remember, um, their name, but what they do is they bring esports to their high school and teach um young kids and disabled kids like competitive gaming Hmm. and i think that's really cool so is this like affiliated with like espn at all because i know that they've just done a pretty big push into high school and college esports um no i think that this high school is an up-and-coming project okay okay so they are relatively small, and I'm sorry that I don't know their name off the top of my head. I've been doing a lot of um, networking lately, so. Ah, okay. Not going to name drop. All right. I get it. I see how it is. I see how. I'm yeah, just I'm, talking sorry, to so, I'm sorry. I'm just talking to so many people. I mean, how could I remember all of them? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, at least I'm doing something good. Nah, I'm giving you shit for it, but uh, no, uh, Able don't Gamers. Don't give me shit. <laughs> Sorry. How dare you? Uh, but I will say that um, Able Gamers is, uh, they're great. Uh, they're a great charity that um, I believe most people can give to. Uh, they usually have things going yes. on. Uh, they're always at a bunch of events, uh, not just in the FGC, but kind of esports in general. Uh, not yes. esports, just like general gaming. Uh, they're just kind of out there. Uh, but I, I believe that they're going to PAX. Mm-hmm. Um, soon. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they'll be at PAX East. Yeah. And, uh, they helped Broly get to, uh, Evo last year. Yeah. Uh, they have helped Broly in the past. Is he still with them? I need to check his. Like, um, uh, sponsored by them? I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. So no, that's something I, yeah, that not you... at this moment, I don't think. But he has been sponsored yeah. by them in the past. I do know that they've helped Yes. Them yeah. But, um, I think that this is, uh, overall, what I'm trying to do is just bring awareness to disabled people in the FGC, whether they want to compete or just be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I want them to to have an environment where they could truly just be themselves and fit in because society is kind of mean. Mm-hmm. You know, society is very mean. The real world is... is is mean to everybody, and I'm I'm not saying that you know disabled people have it harder, but I think um, it's just it's a lot more. Um, you have a lot more to prove hmm. to people when you're disabled than when you're not, you know. And then being whatever you know ethnic group you are adds to that, hmm. you know. So it's just it, it's it's a lot, and I just want. I want esports to kind of be that foreground for disabled people and whomever to just come in and be themselves, be their natural selves and feel accepted. Because it, it can be empowering. Um, yeah. For example, I mean, you are a cosplayer and a competitor. You're, you're both uh, and you can do that and you have access to it. 
things might not always yeah. be the easiest, but it is a possibility. Um, it, you are capable and you are encouraged to continue to do those things by uh, at least some portions of the community. Um, it might not be at the forefront of of every tournament organizer's thought, but I know that other organizers have, have reached out and, and thought about these things in the past. I mean, uh, Jabaley yeah. uh, has been open about it. He's, he's really good at making sure that there's accessibility at, at his events. Yes. Uh, and I love him for that. Yeah. You know, I haven't been the CEO personally, but I want to go because I know that that's an event where I'll be taken care of if I need to play on stream. Yeah. Or, or do any of that. I know that he's got my back, and I appreciate him for that. Yeah, he's and, one of the best, clearly. You know, yeah. Yes. You know, uh, Jabaley and Alex Valle are very cool. You know, Alex Valle's had my back in um, in the past. Hmm. At Wednesday Night Fights, you know, some dudes were giving me a hard time because I was playing Tekken, and, you know, I was a girl, and uh, all that kind of bullshit, but... Hmm. He set them straight and damn right, Uncle Tio, know. man. Tio Valley. Hell yeah. Yeah. He's very good. So if you guys see him around, don't don't be afraid to to talk to him because he's very down to earth. Word. Uh in that case, is there anything else that you wanna share before we kinda spin off here? Um, I think the last thing is that when I started my Twitter, it was basically all um, cosplay positivity and showing people that you can cosplay whatever character, do whatever you want in the cosplay realm. Mm -hmm. And I still stick by that till this day, even though I'm more focused on spreading, you know, disabled gamers awareness or whatever you want to call it. I'm still have, focused on that. Do you have a like upcoming cosplays or anything you want to share? Um, Upcoming cosplays... I think I will go back to doing Cami White. I will continue on being Chun Li. I will um, hopefully be doing um, Diva in her mech suit. I don't know. Maybe I might transform my wheelchair into a giant Gundam. That would be cool. In all fairness, that that does that would be pretty rad, actually. I mean, I I want to do that. <laughs> I just, I need help. I need a lot of help. Right. Uh, I need a lot of hmm. boxes. <laughs> I guess that would be true as well. Uh, the um, the tools that you would need to craft something like that might not be accessible, actually. Oh, um, and that's, that's like, that's the other thing, too, is that people think that cosplay needs to be super elaborate, super detailed. You know, that you need to make your own um, costumes, and that's not necessarily the case. Hmm. Um, you can buy online, you can buy off eBay, Amazon, whatever you know. Just I mean, do it. Just There just are also a lot it. of creators out there who have things that they don't wear anymore or that don't fit them. I know that there's yeah, a, uh, a lot of like in trading as well, which is. Yes! Uh, that's good. That's, that's just, that's just as valid of, as any other kind of, of cosplay. Yeah, and that's kind of what I want to set straight, too, is that cosplay doesn't doesn't need to be an exclusive thing where only people that craft or people that create can, can be a part of it. I mean, mm -hmm. you can cosplay anything you want 
whatever way you want, as long as you're happy with what you got. <laughs> you know, like uh, I know, I know various cosplayers: uh, Kitty Kaboom, uh, Romanova, mm-hmm. Vampy, uh, Bitme. You know, they're they're amazing cosplayers, and and their message is so positive. And I kind of want to bring that down to everyone else that thinks that cosplayers are are stuck up or snobby you know there aren't um snobby cosplayers everywhere i have never experienced that in my in my experience with people who who do cosplay that's i've never met someone who's been like that i'm sure it does exist i just not yeah but no that's cool yeah Um, um you're showing people that it is something that you can do if even if you are um uh even if you're new, even if you're older, even if your body, even if your body isn't what you ideally want. Yeah, I think get... that, yeah, that's that is a weird thing that happens in in cosplay where someone might not have the body type, and then what I will see is people being like on the internet saying this is bullshit because you don't look like or aren't like this character. You aren't the yes, skin color and of this I, character, which is and I. Yeah, and I've got that. Yeah. I've gotten that. I've gotten those comments, so I know what those people go through. Yeah. Like I said when we started, I I've been hated on by my own friends hmm. uh, for cosplaying, especially for cosplaying Cami White because I'm not white. Hmm. You know, because I'm not in shape. It's 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 so many things, but. At the end of the day, if you're happy with how your body looks, and even if you're not, but you still want to cosplay, do it anyway. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck the negativity. Fuck the negative friends. Just do what you want to do and be happy. Yeah, I mean, you're not doing it for other people. That's not the point. That's not where. That's not what brings you joy. Uh, so, no. So why 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 succumb to that? It, it, let's say. Yeah, and for me, it was a lot of my friends telling me, well, you know, why do people follow you on Twitter? You don't do anything. You just cosplay. And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. I wish I knew why people followed me. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Ah, well. Well, in any case, uh, that's a good positive message, I think, to to end on, unless there's anything else that you um, want to touch upon before we head out here. No. Thank you for giving me um, a platform to speak on and I hope that what I'm doing is going to change some people's lives even if it's one person I'm happy um, and I hope that what I'm building is a foundation that'll last and that'll keep growing for many years to come even when I'm not here anymore of course you got to keep at it you got to keep putting that message out there in whatever platforms you can you can handle um, so yeah. keep Keep it up. Uh, find more outlets. Uh, write, talk, you cut know, videos. You do know what? what? <laughs> I might be like Broly Lakes, and uh, I might write my own book. I hey, I mean, as someone who has done that, that shit's easy. Nah, I'm just kidding. You that's, know what? That's that's cool. it's, quite, it's quite an undertaking, actually. And also, you should read Broly's book. Everybody out there. Um, yeah, anyway, definitely read it. Before we spin off, I cannot let you go without asking you the question I ask everyone when they come on the show. It's a two-part question that I think tells a lot about a person's character. 
Uh, and let's begin. Part one of that question is, what is your favorite normal attack in any fighting game? Um, heavy punch. Of? Street Fighter. Technically, <laughs> sure you can. That's fine. Sure you can. You can answer it. this however you like. There are kind of no rules. I say that there are rules. It's not really rules. <laughs> okay, so my favorite move is um, Sakura's Shoryuken in Street Fighter V. Okay. Why exactly was that? would that be? Because she's so cute. I love her. <laughs> like the motion of it, me. like uh, how many hits it is, like the range. Just what are we talking the about? The motion and the animation, especially when it's EX um, Shoryuken. It's so mm. pretty. It's so pink. I love it. Fair enough. Uh, no, it's a good move. I I like it. I think it's a it, it is interesting as a, as a, as a character when you can whiff punish or you stand light kick and cancel it into a sure you can uh, from like downtown and have that connect or just use a sure you can raw as a whiff punish. That's something that a lot of people don't tend to think about when they think about yeah whiff just, punishing. just just a wake up ex dp <laughs> or that too that's that's the that's the real galaxy brain uh but oh, part yeah. two of the question is what is your favorite combo in any fighting game oh favorite combo um it used to be um street fighter 4's um cami's um cami's uh cqc Ooh. okay yeah that was a good one that one always bothered me. I did not like... I don't like the snapping sounds, specifically within the I neck do. region. I, I can understand I why someone might like it, but to me, I, it is unsettling in a way that I... It, it, it puts me off, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not here to yuck your yum, though. So you, that's, that's a good answer. <laughs> However, for me... <laughs> Uh, uh, specifically the one in the neck something about neck snapping just is <laughs> historically for me i can't i can't handle it it there's a couple things i'm not i don't get queasy uh when i see violence or like see blood or anything like that it, that's not that way but mm, no, for, me, for me for me it's a joke when she neck snaps people in the game because uh people used to ask me all the time oh emily why are you in a wheelchair and i used to be like cqc oh, okay. <laughs> and they'd be like what and i was like oh um i got into a car accident and like shattered my spine you know no big deal mm. but even but though you that's said that not that what was, I... that used to be your favorite combo what is what is then your favorite my current favorite is um Sakura's um CA. Okay. Why you like the you like Sakura? Why exactly? I love Sakura. I, I love Sakura so much because she is so cute, so spunky, so just in your face, powerful. I love it. Do you like what they've what they've done to her character in, in Street Fighter Five? Or specifically um, the characterization of Sakura in Street Fighter Five? Uh no. Oh no. <laughs> I I miss the cheap stuff from Street Fighter Four. I miss the the infinite Tatsu and do yeah into crouching um crouching. You fears. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the Tatsu loops. Yeah. Yeah, I Tough miss that. And so and so um obviously Street Fighter Four uh Street Fighter Five doesn't have that. Yeah. But Street Fighter Four was so was so good, and people used to hate it so much. 
Hmm. Nah, I, I like the tattoo loops. Those were fun. Uh, very, I, I miss the tattoo loops. But anyway. I miss those days. Yeah, yeah. I wish you had them in, in five, but alas, it's not what it's we a, have. It's okay. We can find someone that will mod it into PC and and we'll have it back. That's a good question. I haven't checked in on uh, Mysterious Mod lately. I don't know if they had, have they added Sakura. Someone should answer that question if you're listening and you know the answer to that question. Uh, if Mysterious Mod has added Sakura and whether or not she has tattoo loops. I would, I would be willing to guess that yes, they have. But it's also been a minute since I've checked in on that. So, uh, Yeah. To be determined, folks, because I'm not going to Google that right now on a podcast, because that's not what podcasts are for. You just say the wrong thing into a microphone, and then people correct <laughs> you days or even years later. Uh, no, right. you have to be ahead of them. Nah, you have I'm, to be ahead. I give a shit. You have a laptop in front of you. <laughs> I've got I've got two monitors in front of me. I have the internet at my fingertips, uh, <laughs> and yet. Here I am. Now that trust me, this is a this is an old adage, and I believe it to be true. But the fastest way to get an answer to something uh, <laughs> is to is to state it incorrectly on the internet, uh, and you'll be corrected so fast with the exact right information. It's the best. Uh, so that's how that's, you get people to hate you faster. That's the hidden tech. Just like you know, in high advanced play, wake up, ex sure you can is the advanced tech. Or wake up critical art as we saw, you know, as the advanced tech. Uh, oh no, yeah. To say the wrong thing online, you'll get the correct answer within seconds. No. I guarantee it. Just say that you play Abigail. Yeah. People too. will come running. Yeah, they'll they'll tell you that you're trash. But anyway, that's a show, folks. <laughs> uh, before we go, Emily, where can people find you on the internet? Um, Twitter and Instagram. Um, Tokimeki, Emily, everywhere, Twitter, Instagram. Brand so solidarity. if you guys want, yeah. So if you guys want, follow me. I appreciate it. Um, so thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Of course. It was a pleasure. And you can find me at super Joe Monday or at Reddit SF on twitter.com. Or if you hop on over to our street fighter, find me at Joe underscore Monday. Uh, and that's show folks next week. Well, actually this week I'll be. On this, this isn't, we're not recording this on a Thursday, uh, but I'll be on a plane today if you're listening to this on, on a Thursday. And then next week, I'll be in Japan. I, we will see what becomes of the show next week. It'll be an on site thing. Uh, so expect bad audio quality next week. That is neither here nor there because who knows who we're going to see out there. Or if we we're going to have time for that stuff, uh, because I'm I'm looking to have a good time. It's Sakura season, by the way. Speaking of yes, Sakura, yes, yes, so, um, yeah, just staying on brand. But anyway, folks, that's a show. We'll catch you next week some way. Uh, don't forget the Monday Night Tournament will still be happening. Likely Nogaremi or Kamikaze World will be running that. Uh, Fridays will go unchanged, uh, and that's a show, folks. Until next time, take care. <laughs>